Amen. I told you from the first service that the closing, the closing phase of the church will be with his glory. And that is why Jesus is coming back for a glorious church. Glorious church means a church filled with his glory. There is something, there's a shift already. And I told you that we're going to see the transitioning from the anointing to the glory. We have seen, I told you there are three gateways into the supernatural. Number one is faith. Number two is anointing. The last one is the glory. We've seen faith, we've seen anointing. And we are now about to see the last. That is the glory. And I told you the glory is bigger. The glory is like the, the concentrated presence of God. The glory is God himself. I told you the atmosphere of heaven is the glory. Like the atmosphere of the earth is air. As air is to the earth, so glory is to the heavens. So when we say the glory comes, we're talking about a piece of God's presence. Bigger than the anointing. Glory is determined by God and not man. We can stir the anointing, but we cannot stir the glory. Because we cannot stir God. God can come when he wants to come. Well, what God is saying, he says, prepare for my visitations shall be more and intense. Oh, I wish somebody heard what I said. The visitations of God in these end times will be more and intense. But listen, God will come to those who know how to draw him. Amen. And tonight, I just want to share briefly on how to pursue the glory. Amen. Amen. God is raising yes, glory hunters. Oh my. Glory pursuers. Yes, sir. Not money pursuers. Oh. Not fame pursuers. Not crowd pursuers. We don't pursue nothing. We pursue his glory. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes, sir. God wants us to be hungry after him like never before. You're going to say, God, help me with a new hunger. You see, this prayer is going to affect every aspect of our walk with God. It's going to affect the songs we sing. Yes, sir. <laughs> Most of the songs we sing are for entertainment. It's not bad, but it's, it won't take you there. Begin to be careful about the songs you sing. Let the songs you sing be the songs of edification unto God. Mm. Sing unto him. Many times we think that when a song is slow, it's worship. What makes a song worship is not the beat is the words yeah. sure. most of the songs we sing and we lift our hands are actually prayers yes sir there's a place for prayer but when you want the presence of God then all your songs will be unto him yep. not to sing about us yes sir We are a chosen generation. 
Good song, but it's unto you. Now, give me some songs we sing, please. Just give me some songs we sing. Solomon. Yes, sir. Give me some songs we sing. Just call the names. As the deep and the further waters so my. All those ones, eh? Uh, they are wash, they're not worship songs. They are prayer. they are soft songs. Yeah. <laughs> worship songs are just songs that glorify Jesus. When you say, as the deer panted for, it's not a worship song. True. It's a consecration song. song is true. It doesn't bring the presence of God. <laughs> yes, sir. That you sing for three hours doesn't mean God has come. It no. depends on what you've been saying for three hours. Give me some songs. Just call them. Don't choose it. Just call the common songs. All of you help me. All of you sing them. You are Alpha and Omega. Good. That's a good one. Just, just the normal ones we sing. Don't, don't lie. Just stop lying. <laughs> you guys are lying. I don't like people like this. <laughs> just give me the songs we sing. Oh, we, the ones we dance every time. Onaga, Onaga. <laughs> that one is rubbish. <laughs> and you see yourself dancing. Onaga, Onaga. And you're jumping. You think you're doing something. You're just exercising. <laughs> Give me the songs. Ag huh? That is good. That one is good. You are worshipping his majesty. That is unto him. Give me the songs. Everything you put your hands go work. You see that one? It's nonsense song. Anything we put our hands go work. You're just praising yourself. It's a good confession. That anything you do will work. It has nothing to do with worshiping God. Bring the songs. Come on, come on, come on. Thank you. Give me the songs now. I season the earth. I don't know that one. Says, I'm the salt of the earth. <laughs> that one's only a worship song. Uh huh. You are saying about yourself. Thank you. More, see, when you get home, look at the songs you've been singing for five years. You know, when they say worship service, listen to the songs they sing. They will sing about themselves for two hours and expect God has come. No. God responds to the worship songs to him. Yes. He's a jealous God. When you want God to come, then sing songs to him. Focus. In other words, think of the songs you sing before you sing them. Think of what the songs are saying. I'm talking about how to bring God in again. God has left us. God is no more in the church because even our songs have driven him away. Because our songs are for us. We come here to dance for us. We have a vigil. We sing all night for us. 
And you know what? When you're singing those songs, all the angels will keep quiet. Angels join us only when we lift up the name of Jesus. So we come to church to enjoy ourselves. And God is looking at us. Now, wow. Everything you put your hand, go to work. Gonna open the door. Amen. 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 See, we need to bring God back. It's not, it's not cheap, it's expensive. Worship leaders, change your songs. Drop all those songs that don't lift up Jesus. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You will never for 30 minutes or one hour or two hours just that song you forget where you are because it will show up in church and entertain us. That is, that is madness. Comedian in church and you are laughing. See, there are, there are some kind of laughters that drive God. When a comedian is making joke about the Holy Spirit and we start to laugh, the more you laugh, the more God leaves you. But we're not sensitive. We, we, we joke with holy things. You can't bring a comedian to the mosque. They will stone you. But we bring them here, cross our legs, and make us laugh. See, there's no place for laughter in this kingdom. 
Show me where Jesus laughed. Oh, I want to laugh. Who told you he came to laugh? What God promised us is joy. He didn't promise us laughter. Yes, because sir. you know what? Laughter has to do with your environment. Your pocket. Circumstance. You laugh when you're happy. Happiness is not what we want. Happiness is for children. Are you hearing me? God didn't promise us happiness. He promised us joy. Joy is a product of the spirit. You can be broke and be joyful. But you can't be broke and happy. You see, happiness has to do with the outside. And we are people of the inside. It's joy that we need. When you are dealing with God, you can't be happy. Because most times, God is not giving you what you want. You want a car. You want a car. But you are five years, no car. Where is, it? Where is the place to be happy? When God is dealing with you, you can't be happy. Is it in jail you'll be happy? Is it in jail you'll be happy? Or is it in hunger? This, we, have, we have misunderstood what this kingdom is for. It's not for children. Paul said, when I was a child, it's okay to be a child, but grow. Many of us are still children. After 10 years, you don't even know anything. You're still looking for people to pray for you. This is we, we got it all wrong. Since I got born again, I'm no more happy. No, if you want to be happy, go and drink beer. Go and smoke in there. You will laugh. It's not about your happiness. It's about fulfilling purpose. And most times, the way to fulfilling purpose is hard. At any point in time, the devil is looking for something to deal with. Stop looking for happiness. Are you hearing me? Happiness is for children who want toys. You know, when you go out to buy toys for your children, they give them the toys and you carry the big ones inside the bedroom to discuss serious business with them. That's what God is doing. When you refuse to grow up, He will start giving you toys. And every time you're, you're playing with God's toys and you think God loves you more. No, he can't do business with you. God doesn't do business with children. Oh. Ah. He doesn't do business with children. Have you ever gone to sign a contract and once somebody comes out with a diaper? I said, okay, sit down, let's sign the deal. Say, who is this one? You have nobody else to bring to sign this thing. I can't do business with this. That's how it is. God cannot do business with us because we've refused to grow. My God. We're still full of envy, full of malice, full of gossip. And you want break, you want blessing, you want promotion. God says, leave promotion, grow first. 
David said, in my distress, I was enlarged. Enlargement don't come without distress. We're the ones holding Jesus back. We're not ready for deep things of God. Sit down, let me, let me try. Joshua chapter 3 verse 3. Help me tell your neighbor, forget happiness my friend. Forget happiness my friend. <laughs> you know, one way God grows men is from their wives. Fish. <laughs> if you have a strong wife, you must grow by force. That's why some people miss it. Instead of growing, they start to drink. <laughs> they find escape. No, you can't escape some things. <laughs> say, I love you so much. Say, me? <laughs> if, if, if you love me, why am I like this? Remember Rebecca? Was it Rachel or Rebecca? Rebecca, right? She was pregnant. Rachel, who? Her pregnancy was ugly. And she went to God and said, why am I like this? And God said, two nations are with you. Two nations are inside your womb. Other people are pregnant with people. But you're pregnant with nations. So it can't be like other ones. When your ministry cuts across your locality, get ready for trouble. The size of your ministry determines the size of your trouble. You're going to have a soft ministry. <laughs> soft. Everybody will like you. You know, you come to church, you drink tea, you drink coffee. No problem, no stress, no strife. That would be wonderful. But you're going nowhere. You just end up in that place. Because with that grace, you cannot even conquer your territory. Please, don't be proud to tell us you have no problems in January. Is that a good testimony? In fact, if the last problem you had was last week, check yourself. <laughs> if in this week everything has been fine, just check yourself. Because it's a dangerous state where, where Satan forgets to trouble you. And they commanded the people, saying, when you see the ark of the covenant, you see, in those days, it was an ark that represented the glory. Oh, that's another thing entirely. You know, you know the, the ark was heavy. And not everybody could carry the ark. The ark was for some people.
It says, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, it's off here, please. And the priests, the Levites, bearing it. Look at the instruction. Then you shall remove from your place and go after it. You see, that's why gentlemen cannot serve God effectively. Those that cross their legs when they sit down. I saw somebody else put their hands up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cross your leg, man. There's business to be done. By the time you cross your leg and the ark is coming, how can you go after it? You must be prepared. You must be sober, vigilant, watchful. Because any time from now, the people bearing they show up. And they say, when they show up, don't wait for anybody. We need glory chasers. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice, that's a nice box. <laughs> if you're like that, you're going nowhere. You see the people carrying the ark and you admire the ark. Say, wow, this box is so nice. I like it. What is inside it? God cannot do business with you. I showed you in church about Songs of Solomon, right? God requires haste. There's, there's a place for hastiness. Urgency. Once the Lord touches you, bam, jump up. Because if you say, let me wait till tomorrow, oh, I've lost so many things by waiting. God woke me at night. Oh, you know, I preached all night. Start excusing. Once I start excusing, sleep returns. Oh, he, he drops a message. He says, write. He says, I'll remember. I'm too lazy to write. After all, what you say, I'll remember it. Once you wake up, I promise you, you can never remember it for life. You see? So our posture is important in this end time. Oh, Jesus. Let's see that scripture, Songs of Solomon. I love that scripture. Five. Yes. Oh, Songs of Solomon, please. Oh, I'm feeling this thing now. Songs of Solomon, five. I am coming to my garden, my sister, my spouse. I've gathered my mare with my spice. I've eaten my honeycomb with my honey. I've drunk my wine with my milk. Eat, oh friend. Go on, verse 2. 
I sleep, but my heart waketh. It is the voice of my beloved that knocketh, saying, Open to me. This lady, this, this, the, the wife, the, 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 the beloved was in the room and she was tired. She was asleep, but she was hearing. It looks as if there's someone at the door. God is never clear. Oh, Jesus. If you're waiting for God to be clear, you will die and get nothing. That's where faith comes in. You know, when they were in the river, when they were in the boat, it was around 4 a.m. You know, you know, there's no light. No light, nothing. 4 a.m. It's dark and something is walking on the water. Something like a ghost. In fact, all the guys in the boat said it's a ghost. He didn't make himself clear. He said, it is I. He said, no lie. It's not true. It can't be you. It's a ghost. It was only Peter that kept peeping and said, okay, if it is you, tell me to come. He said, come. And he jumped out. God is a God of faith. You see, when it is clear, it's no more faith. When the instructions are clear, it's no more faith. You get no reward. But when it looks like, and you're saying maybe it's gone, and you, and you attempt, and then it's working, that's when it's happy that yes, that is how to work with me. You must be sharp. Your prayer must be, you must take long fasts. Don't fast for breakthroughs. Don't fast for money. Don't fast for crowd. Fast for spiritual sensitivity. People go to the camp for one week to fast for money. That's a waste of time. See, when you are sharp in the spirit, you can't be poor. The most important thing for everybody is to understand the ways of God. God is a spirit. Don't try to deal with him in the flesh. Align with him in that realm. Take long fasts. Say, Lord, prepare me. Let me hear you. Let me know you. Let me sense you. The woman that decided with her husband to build a place of abode for the prophet of God. The Bible says she perceived. That is, it wasn't very clear. She, she perceived that this man is a true man of God. It wasn't as if God said, that is my son. No. It was some quality she had. She had the power to perceive. To pick stuff. You see... We miss many things because we don't perceive things. We don't, we don't pick things. We always want to hear God. Ah, oh, son. There is a death spirit here. I want you to rebuke it. I want you to do something about it. No, it doesn't work like that. If your spirit is sharp, you pick it. And you deal with it. You don't ask God, what do I do? You know what to do. You don't discuss with devils. I've seen all these pastors and ask them, what is your name? 
You're asking demons their names. These guys are liars. They don't tell the truth. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't ask the truth from Satan. It's the Holy Spirit that will tell you. This one is called this person. Rebuke it. That's all. Any pastor you see doing drama with demons is fake. What is your name? Tell me. Yes. What is your name? How long have you been? <laughs> you, don't, you don't mess with the devil, man. He's a, see, when Satan knows you are ignorant, he will dribble you. You are dealing with a master. It's not a small boy. He's, 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 he's older than you. He, knew, he knows up to 50 generations. He knows... He knows everything about you and your family. You don't even know him. So don't try to make, measure, measure whatever with him. He will mess you. When you stay on his stuff, he will beat you. Draw him out of his stuff and bring him into the spirit. You floor him because of Jesus. So this woman is asleep. And in the in-between sleep, Somebody's at the door. She knows somebody's at the door. But you know the, the flesh. Put it back. Let me show you. Open to me, my sister, my love, my dove, my undefiled. For my head is filled with dew and my locks with the drops of the night. <laughs> so the man is still waiting at the door. Tell somebody, Jesus is at the door. He's not saying, behold, I stand at the door and knock. I'm patient. If you open, he never forces himself in. You must invite him. Oh, invite, if I, let, me, let me be truthful. You must beg him. Oh, you can't just say, God, come, then he'll come. No. He's a perfect gentleman. You, you, you don't just open the door and expect him to walk in. No. no. If you open the door, he will stop. The door is open. You've not said I should come in. That's how God is. I used to pray in my early years of ministry. After praying and fasting for meetings, I said, Lord, I'm going. I'll go. Come back. One day, I said, I'm going. He now reminded me that this is what you've been doing for a long time. You are going. Say, let's go. In ministry, you know when the Lord is with you yes. and when he's afar. With you, but afar. Yeah. I know. I know when he's here. I know when he's afar. Just directing stuff. Because that's what I want. When I say I'm going, it's okay, bye. I love you, but I'll be here with you. I'll be here waiting for you. You know, he's everywhere, but don't get, you know what I mean? He's everywhere, but he's not everywhere. You give him the right to walk. Oh, Jesus. You know, if I, if I, if I give you a MacBook, for instance, now, right? And I say, 
are just things so beautiful and complicated but I'm going to teach you how to use it and I give it to you you know for me to teach you and for you to learn well I have to be by your side yes, sir. I can always teach you from afar but it is different when I'm standing right there bring take him everywhere beg him beg him Lord please come Lord I need you I can't live without you as you're speaking he's looking at your heart are you serious <laughs> do you mean what you're saying or you think I'm a man I see the hearts I see the intents or do you want me to come for selfishness it's not easy to walk with God though if I be a man of God. <laughs> I hate that thing. It's not easy. You have to beg God. You have to be in the right alignment. 24-7. If you're sensitive, you know when you say some things, he leaves. He doesn't leave, but he turns off. And you're on your own. If you're smart, you beg again. I'm sorry, Lord. He will come again. Aye. So that's the that's guy there. He's at the door. He knows the woman is sleeping. But he's a jealous God. He wants at the, just at the slightest knock, you're up. Yes, sir. That's why you got to ask for discernment, sensitivity, to, be, to respond. Samuel said to Eli said to Samuel, when you hear the voice, don't come to me. Just say, speak. Respond. Remember, any time he left to answer Eli, he went back. <laughs> Not minding that this is a small boy. He calls him, Samuel, Samuel. He runs to Eli. Innocently. When he runs to Eli, instead of him to wait for him to come back, he goes back. The next day he repeats, Samuel, Samuel, he runs to Eli, he runs away. Then Eli says to him, next time when you hear your name, say, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Then the next time he came, he called him, he said, speak, Lord. He started speaking. We can't do much without his glory. So we have to learn how to bring that glory. How to make the atmosphere conducive. So, quickly, Uh, verse, verse 3. Verse 3. I've put off. You see, now this, the lady is now answering the man at the door. I've put off my coat. Excuses. Please, excuses. 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 I put off my clothes. How shall I put it on? I've washed my feet. How shall I defile them? My beloved put in his hand by the hole of the door, and my bowels were moved for him. Only words, no action. 
Then eventually, after all the excuses, she now rose up to open the door. And my hands dropped with mare, and my fingers with sm smelling mare upon the handles of the Lord. I opened to my beloved, but my beloved had withdrawn. That is a word that God likes. He, he doesn't go, he withdraws. Uh, many times he withdraws from our meetings. Remember, his smell was still there, but he was not there. Many times we, we have to deal with his smell, not him. Revival is when we have to deal with him. That's the difference. Revival will not be his smell, it's him. That's why things will happen. And that's why things happen in revival. You see, revival is not blind eyes opening. That's what people think. No, not, not cripples walking. No, revival is when lives are transformed. And the society feel the effect. And armed robbery drops. Banditry drops. Brothels shut down. Police stations are empty. That's revival. I see pastor say, oh, we had 20 blind eyes open men when they revival. No, because it ends at the service. The, the ministry has no impact outside the church. Revival affects cities and nations. something. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. Just leave him. Just don't hurt that shine. We need God. By the time she came out, he had gone. Yeah. When you see the ark, go after it. That suggests something to you that at every point in time we must be in a state of preparedness. Oh Jesus. Posture, 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 posture is everything. of Genesis when, when Abraham was waiting for God, you know, the promise had come up for too long and nothing had happened. God had told him, your wife will have a baby. It was not 20 something years, nothing had happened. And Abraham was, was waiting for God. He was waiting for anything from heaven. The Bible said he, was at the, he sat at the entrance door of the tent in the heat of the day. No, in the heat of the day, you go and sleep, you go and rest. But Abraham was expecting something. Then suddenly he saw three men walking. He perceived. These are not men. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He went after them. At the end of the day, 
by the time he fed them they pronounced when Sarah laughed On the road to Emmaus. Remember this story? I think it's Luke 24. Oh, <laughs> Jesus had just, things had just happened. Jerusalem was full of action. And these three guys were, were on their way home. And they were discussing all the events. Then suddenly, somebody joined them. He said, guys, why are you guys so depressed? Why are you unhappy? So are you a stranger here? Don't you know what happened here? They, 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 they say, wow. And he began to tell them something. Now watch this. This is a very powerful point I want you to pick. Please come, please come. Three guys, come. I am Jesus. I am Jesus. Be going, be going slowly. Then I, I meet up with you guys. Hey, hi guys, what's up? Then, then he began to talk to them. Now listen to this. When he began to talk to them, they knew there was something about this person. Now, when we get to that place, go left, okay? Because we are walking together now, and you expect me to follow you, right? Okay, we are talking. Then, okay, go left. Then he begins to go this way just to see their reaction. Then the Bible said they began to persuade him. They constrained, thank you, that's a word. He wanted to, he wanted to see whether they wanted him. That's how he goes many times. Some people have come around you think there are no more people that they may be Jesus. But you were insensitive and they just walked away. Can you put that thing for me? Huh? Verse 27. He is now expounding. Go back a bit. Go to 25. Oh Jesus have mercy. Then he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. This is a very problem with us. We're slow to heart. We never pick. We never perceive. I said, God help me. How can I be with somebody now and chat with him and talk with him only to hear by evening the person has died? How didn't I pick death? How did I not pick that? That guy I was just talking with is gone because we're slow to heart. But Tashina, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter his glory? Uh huh. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew nigh unto the village whither they were, they went. And he made as though he would have gone further. You see that? Please come again, come again, come again. 
We're walking there. I'm expounding to you, beginning from Moses. I'm teaching you scriptures. I, this guy must say, who is this guy that knows everything? I'm sure by then. You know, after he left, they said, no wonder our hearts burned. So while he was with them, their hearts were burning. So they knew there was something about this person. So they're going. Now, he pretended as though he was walking away. But what happened? These guys were now sharp. They did what? Constrained him. What is constraint? Demand. They put a demand on him. So you can't go now. You've gone too far now to leave. You must enter our house. Then he follows them. That's what he wants. Let us show him we need him. Let's not assume he knows. He knows everything. But he wants us to show him. Then they broke bread. He opened their eyes. And they knew this was Jesus. The moment they knew, bam, he went. You can't catch him easily. <laughs> hey. He's gone. I said, this is Jesus. See, our hearts burned. Immediately they ran to the rest. We have seen him. He's alive. Stand up for two minutes, people. May your eyes be opened. I need a strong amen there. Amen. I need a strong amen there. Amen. I pray for us. May our eyes be opened. Amen. Sit down. Tell your neighbor, go after the glory. Makatale hashaya. Ruba Ruba. Remember the time? Ah, oh, in Judges chapter 4, I think. Ah, lagasha. When Israel were under the punishment of Sisera. Sisera. Sisera had chariots of irons. And with these chariots of irons, he, he punished God's people. Then, under the palm tree, sat one of the greatest prophetesses, Deborah. Barak went to Deborah. And Deborah told Barak, God has already finished Sisera. He's, he, he has already given you guys the victory. And Barak said, thank God for your prophecy. But you see, you represent God here. You must go with me. Uh, if, if you don't go, I'm not going. If you don't go, and Deborah said, I'll go with you. I will surely go with you. Pranesha Ataya. Alidadahataya. Hey, Alagatana. I will surely go with you. In Exodus 33, the same thing happened. 
when Moses was inviting God. I told you guys about Moses. Moses lived in the glory for 80 years. Oh my God. At 120, he was still strong and sharp. He was still climbing mountains at 120. He wasn't bent. He was seen sharp. There was no sign of death. Because in the glory, there's no death. Where do we die? We are falling short. Death is the absence of the glory. We don't have the glory anymore. That's why we die. He has seen the glory. He has seen the move of God and the power and the wonders of God. Yet he was not satisfied. We have seen nothing. We don't even ask. We don't even want God. The man who has been in the glory, in the presence of God, he has seen the Red Sea part. He has seen all kinds of miracles. He had brought water from the rock. He had, he had fed these sinful people fed for 40 years. No cook in Israel, but they all ate for 40 years. No restaurant. No market. No store. But manna was falling. Even on Sabbath days, they didn't pick manna. They didn't walk. They still ate. All in the glory. No mosquito. No heat. No sunstroke. That's a desert place. Because in the daytime, God covered his people. With a pillar of cloud. At night time, it will be freezing, but not for God's people. His pillar of fire will be over the people. For 40 years, they didn't add one inch. They didn't wash their clothes. They didn't shower. They didn't brush. God preserved that God met every need. No toilet. Yet they were eating. 40 years. At the end of it all, they've crossed over. He's still begging God, show me your glory. Oh, what a, what a funny bunch we are. Oh, God, give me money. God, give me money. God, give me the largest church. God, give me miracles. God, give me breakthrough. And God is looking at you. Is that only, okay, if I gave you all without me, what is that? God is saying to us again, Times of this ignorance, I have ignored it, overlooked it. But now, come and see men everywhere to repent and look for him. Find him, pursue him, run after him. Show me your glory. Begin to pray that prayer until Jesus returns. Wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I thank you for this day. Show me your glory. Psalm 63, I think in verse 2. Let me see the prayer of David. 62 or 63. Which one is it? Psalm 62 or 63. Quickly, let me have verse 2. Quickly. 63 verse 2. To see your power and your glory like I've seen thee in the sanctuary. Can we all stand up? And recite this thing at least seven times. 
Shout it with a loud voice. Go! And glory. So I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Two. See the power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Three. To see thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in thy sanctuary. Four. To see thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Five. To see thy power and glory. So as I have seen thee in thy sanctuary. Six. To see the power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Louder seven. To see thy power and thy glory. So I have seen thee in the sanctuary. In Jesus name. Amen. We're going to pray in the spirit. Come on, come on. Push yourself. Yeah. She <laughs> She <laughs> Shia <laughs> 
In Jesus' name. When I was when I was preparing at home, the Lord said to me, when you finish praying, preaching, take the people into a long worship. At that moment, many things will happen. I want us, there's a scripture I've been looking for, it just came into my heart. There's none that stares off himself to take hold of God. It's in Isaiah. Somebody find it for me. I'll use a, use a concordance to find it for me. Reverend Yuna, there's none that stares off himself. This is a time for, for us to, first of all, stir up ourselves, then to take hold of God. Sixty-four seven. Thank you. Put it for me. Look at this. He just dropped in my spirit now. There is none that calleth upon thy name that stirs up himself to take hold of thee. For thou hast hid thy face from us and has consumed us because of our iniquities. Oh, Jesus. Oh my God. You see, this is heavy. When the Bible says there is none that calleth upon thy name, that's a very absurd word. No, people are calling upon his name everywhere. But none gets to him. That's what it means. Like when that woman was touching Jesus, the woman with the issue of blood, and Jesus said, Someone touched me. And the disciples said, are you crazy? Multitudes are pushing. And you say, one touched. Many we are pushing, but only one touched. You got what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes. When the Bible says it's an indictment on us, that there is none that calleth upon the name of the Lord. It's not true. People are calling upon his name everywhere. But, they're not calling in truth. So it's not getting to him. So as far as he's concerned, nobody is calling upon his name. When he wants to hear all of us, think about it. When I lift my hands, Lord, do you see my hands? 
When I call upon your name, do you hear my voice? When I touch you, when I touch the hem of your garment, do you feel my touch? Thousands were touching him, but he felt the touch of only one. He's a jealous God. He knows when he's no more number one. And once he's no more number one, he withdraws. That's how we hear you hear that we die in accidents because he can't be with us and we die. He's calling all of us back. Drop your religion. Drop all this selfishness. Drop all this wickedness. Drop all this nonsense we do and let us return to our father. Before revival must be real repentance and the real forsaken. We must return to the Almighty. He has so much to tell us. He has so much to give us. But we must first return. Many of us don't want to return. We just want to receive from outside. Give me the money. I just give me the money. Give me the money. He said, no, no. I want your heart first. I have all the silver, I have all the gold. You can lay, you will lay up gold as dust. Prosperity is nothing. Prosperity is what follows real fellowship. You don't beg for it. You don't fast for prosperity. Once you return to the master and you stay like Mary at the feet of Jesus, he will spoil you. You cannot lack. We're going to worship him. I need real worship. I don't need all those songs. Find songs that will glorify Jesus. Let's stay on it for a while. Don't look around. Just say to the Lord, please forgive me and accept my worship. I want to bring to you real worship, Lord. I want to sing unto you because you're faithful. Because there's no God like you. Because you're God all by yourself. I am a shatter. You are the ancient of days. The I am that I am. The one who was and is and is to come. The one who made all things. The one who created all things. The one who created everything. Who lives out of time but made time for man. That is the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who has never lost a battle. The one who knows all of us by name. Hey, Asha, Legamahasana, ancient of days, Lebor, he never gets old. He's not old. He never grows old. He doesn't live in time. He's God all by himself. Lift your hand and worship. If you know the song, join the song. Just worship him. If you don't know the song, keep your heart fixed in him. Holy, holy, holy is the
Oh 
Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hand, everybody. Now, all you worshipers, all you musicians, all you singers, all you instrumentalists, you've got to go back to God. We need vessels to carry worship. There's an absence of worshipers. People who will take us into the Holy of Holies. Gone are the days when you play in the nightclub on Saturday and come on Sunday to church. No, no, those days are gone. You got to consecrate yourselves. You got to prepare yourselves. You got to go to God in fastings and prayers and say, Lord, play through me. Sing through me. Worship through me. We don't need good voices now. We need glory carriers. We need voices that will bring the presence. This is more than talent. This is higher than talent. It's not about how, how many notes you can hit. It's about how many things can you unlock in the realm of the spirit. These are the days we are living in. Manebosha. Preachers, you've got to wake up. Every minister must wake up. The days have changed. It's now different. Wherever you are, lift your hand. Lift your hand, shut your eyes. Talk to God. Talk to God. He's going to come to you. In the next few minutes, his presence will come. He will come. Don't look at anybody. Hold on to God. Tell him, don't pass me by. At this time, Lord, I need you. 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 I need you, God. Talk to him. I need your glory. Give me your glory. Show me your glory. And bless me with your anointing. Fill me with your fullness. Fill me to overflow. Anoint me, Lord. Impart me, Lord. I want God. I want God.
does today just get out an, an offering a seed to come and drop it on the altar God is doing stuff just obey him quickly get out a seed and say Lord I can't give you enough just accept this as a token of my love Jesus We're still in the glory. We're still in the presence. Something is falling upon people. Something is falling. Something is touching your spirits. That lack is broken. In the atmosphere, 
that lack is broken. That miracle you need is coming. There's no magic about it. In his presence, things are multiplied. In his presence, he says, my God shall supply all of your need according to the riches of his glory. Jesus. Go ahead. My God. Shot. It's okay, it's okay, it's alright. It's alright, I gotta just do this and then we'll go. Just lift your hands. There must be, we must begin to prepare for the end time in every aspect. Pastors, we must change our sermons. Worshippers, we must go deeper and receive songs from heaven. 
Songs that are anointed. Songs that will wake the dead. Things must change. This is rock. We must stay in that rock until Jesus returns. Your hands above your head. If there's any sickness in your body, we curse it. Anything that's not working right, I curse it. I command things to align with the will of God. Amen. I curse every curse in this room. Amen. I release you from any ancestral curses. Amen. Anything that is affecting you from the background, from your foundations, Amen. I command them to break now. Amen. I decree that your backgrounds will no longer keep your backs on the ground. Amen. Rise and shine. Amen. Become fruitful. Become useful. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May God drop something in you now Amen. that will change your posture and cause you to be hungry for God like never before. Amen. Because the days are short and these short days are evil. Some of you, wherever you are in the next two minutes, the glory of God will come upon you. Don't hold back. If you want to, if you start to shout, shout. You want to pray, pray. I've not even started. But I want everybody to receive something. There is fire burning here. Receive your wealth. Receive your promotion. Receive the glory of God. Receive the life of God. Receive healing. Receive life. Receive favors. In the name of Jesus. Now, when I say one, when I say one, take a deep breath in. Like that. The wind is going to carry the presence of God into your spirit, into your soul. When I say one, everybody, take a deep breath in and out. When I say two, in and out. When I say seven, when I say seven, begin to respond. Begin to pray. Begin to jump. Whatever it is you are led to do, do it. At that time, the glory may be upon you. Reject every sickness Reject every days of punishment. Reject every days of evil. This is your moment. Speak growth. Speak strength. Speak power. In the name of Jesus. Let me pray for you. Father, let everybody under the sound of my voice know that you have sent me to these people. Let every disease go. Let every curse break. Let every stagnation stop. Amen. Let every retrogression, retrogression stop. Amen. Let barrenness go. Amen. Let pains go. Amen. Afflictions go. Amen. Death go. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive life. Amen. Receive power. Amen. Receive strength. Amen. Receive the grace of God. Amen. In the name of Jesus. May you be filled with the fullness of God. Amen. May the power of God come upon you. Amen. May you be lifted. 
may you be transformed in the name of Jesus. One. Two.
everybody here and look it up. of your glory, let the weight of your glory us. let the light of your river flow, let the truth of your King. 